So here we are talking about random nonsense, trying right. to get the thing. All the good start. stuff. All the good stuff. And I am joined today uh, by Ramy. Ramy is a lender, right? I, I am. Is that your appropriate title? There's so many titles. Uh, I would say I'm not the lender. I'm the loan officer. The loan officer. What's the difference? The lender is the one who actually gives their money. Okay. I'm not giving my money. Not giving your money? No. No, no I'm giving my employer's money. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. So who do you work for? Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay. Located yeah. at? Um, our office is here in Richmond. Atlantic Bay is based out of Virginia Beach. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. We're local. Nice. nice. I nice. like it. So I decided since this is 2024 and this is our first podcast of 2024 uh, because I was just tired in December, so we didn't do a whole lot. Um, and then Courtney took her 97th vacation of the year. Uh, Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I figure there's been a lot of stuff that's been changing. Uh, we uh, shifted. Um, and I say they say shifted. I say it was just a continuous shift. Like it never stopped. Um you know, when the rates went from like two and a half to eight percent overnight, uh, this past year was kind of, you know, we peaked at I don't know what it was, close to eight. At it, eight. I mean, there were definitely loans that sold with interest rates higher than eight, yeah. just to pay, you know, investors yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Not and that necessarily. was what October ish, probably. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, the Fed has done what they do. I guess they said they're going to put some pauses and some halts on some. Um, rate hikes and possibly possibly go the other way and uh so the last i don't know six seven eight weeks we've started to see a little bit of a of a dip in the rates there's an excitement there's a buzz there's a a sigh of relief yeah so so here we are going into um the winter of 2024 uh Mm -hmm. which is followed by the spring and uh, a little bit of a different feel um, there's an excitement um yeah uh you know our fourth quarter was better year over year than the previous fourth quarter. That's awesome. Um, January, uh, typically the first two weeks of January are pretty quiet for us, mm-hmm. and then it picks back up like nothing ever happened. But, um, you know, this week was steady. Uh, this is being the first week. This will probably get released next week. Uh, so, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot, lot of excitement. You know, I feel like it's one of those things everyone goes into December mm-hmm. thinking – everything's going to be so slow. We're going to get to enjoy the holidays. I'm going to get to take time off and relax. It's nobody's buying a house the week of Christmas. And inevitably like a week or two before Christmas, we get more contracts and we're, we're cramming more things in to hit your end goals. And, um, December was, was very busy for mortgage. And I feel like that, that momentum has carried into this beginning of the year. Um, and yeah, more buyers are reaching out and they're excited about the news. They keep seeing things online. Rates are coming down. They don't yeah. know what that means yet. <laughs> Nobody right? knows what but, that means. Yeah. But they know they're coming down. So they're popping their head out yeah. again. Yeah. So where do you think uh, we are headed into the spring? Um, there's obviously a lot of different um, you know, crystal balls out there and whatnot. None of which uh, I have. That's right. <laughs> Mine's, uh, mine was ordered from Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow. So, $1.99 yeah, time right. delivery. So, uh, but where, where do you think uh, we are headed in comparison? I mean, nothing is going to compare to that, that COVID market, right? Because no. that was just insane. Yeah. Um, but we still have an inventory issue. Uh, even though, even if we creep up to two and a half, three months worth of supply, it's still an inventory issue. Yeah, and that can disappear pretty quick, right? Yeah, if enough buyers. Come yeah, back I into the I actually saw um, 
uh, I'm not going to call it a meme. It was like a little video, a reel or something mm-hmm. online. And it was talking about what they think the mortgage market will do. And it was a, a golf ball hole. Yeah. And w- when the rates were seven and a half, there was only one ball yeah. that went out and sunk. And rates are six and a half. All of a sudden, they were like 10 balls. Yeah. And only one sunk. And rates go to five and a half. And there were like 50 balls. <laughs> yes, yes. And only one sunk. I very much see that happening this year. All the buyers are coming back yeah. again. Um, I don't think it'll be nearly as crazy as it was a year or so ago where right. people are writing crazy offers. I mean, right. we were seeing 100000 over yes. asking price and things like that. Um, and houses were appraising yeah. for the most part. Uh, so I don't think we're going back to that market by any means. But I do think that the buyer appetite will return this year. Yeah. There were a lot of people that kind of retreated near the end of last year and they're there coming was. back. There was. Uh, and it's just, it was weird, too, because, like, I talked to a couple agents, and they were, like, at the peak. They had some buyers reach out, like, ready. Mm-hmm. And they're like, now? Yeah. <laughs> like, we've been doing this for a while now. Uh, but, I mean, I think there's also that part of, you know, we hit the spring, and now there's competition. And mm-hmm. if rates drop, are we back to um, maybe not the crazy offers, but multiple offers? Yeah. Right? So, hey, <sighs> I mean, I can pay seven and a half percent now and get a home with little competition and get the inspection and all the things I want. Um, Or I can go uh, wait till they're six and a half and pay 20 grand over Mm -hmm. and waive everything. And I'm still kind of in the same boat. And what you're saying is exactly what loan officers have been like preaching and shouting from the rooftops for even though rates were creeping up. We're like, if you can afford it. Yeah it's still a great investment, right? Because you don't have to make concessions as a buyer yeah. in your purchase. This, the sellers are making concessions now. They were right. offering seller right. credits and things like that. Um, and we've been sitting here saying, like, don't pass up on the equity. Houses are appreciating year over year. Like, that's, yeah. it's not liquid cash in your pocket, but sure. that's that's an asset to you that's appreciating. And if you wait until rates are low again, yeah. then you're missing out on that. You yeah. can always refi. And there, yeah. And, and how long do you have to be in a house before you refi? Technically, n- most loans that are written now have no prepayment penalty. Okay. So you can pay it off at any time. Loan officers typically like you to keep your loan in play mm. for about six months. Six months. Otherwise, commissions get recaptured. The loans, sure. you know, there's a whole bunch of back end stuff that's happening there. And nobody yeah. wants to work for free. So we like to have our clients keep the yes, loan for yes. six months yes. before we do the refinance. And that's not that bad. I no. mean, when you see how fast uh, the, the rates can drop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're seven, seven and a half, eight percent, you know, <clears throat> lock it in. Yeah. Six months, you know, we get in the spring, summer, it drops, maybe even even a year, you know, till it gets, you know, if we go, you know, as low as they think we may go. Right. Uh, and refinance and, and you're still in and a good spot. Most lenders out there have some sort of refinance special that they're offering because yes. they, we've all been anticipating yeah. some sort of refinance market, whether it was this year or next year, we all knew it was going to come. Yeah. Um, so most lenders are offering reduced closing costs mm-hmm. or things like that when you refi, which when you add that in, it makes sense. Right. When you add in, like I said, the equity of your house appreciating for a year, like there, it makes so much sense when you just look at the number. It does. It's like, how do you, why do you wait? Um, yeah. but I get it. Some people, it's an actual affordability issue. And it in is. that scenario, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, okay, you need to wait for yeah. a lower rate. Yeah. And then some people, they wait just because... They were just told to wait. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the interweb said wait. 
Yeah, or Facebook said interweb. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you also have, you know, as it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm sure in your industry over the last year, you've probably had a little bit of a thinning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agents have thinned a little bit, I think. Uh, I know there's been some home inspectors that's, that's thinned out a little bit. Uh, every, I won't say every, uh, but a lot of agents that I talk to that joined post 08 mm-hmm. have said this is like the hardest year that they've had. Yeah. Um, so that's roughly 10-ish years of being in the market, right, for those people saying that. Uh, and every time I heard that, I was like, man, you know, guess Courtney's going to get fired soon. <laughs> <laughs> laid off. I think laid off right. is the most appropriate term. Because <laughs> you want to offer the job back. <laughs> that's right. right that's right. Uh, but for us, uh, and there's a lots of factors and reasons we can we can go into, uh, we, we, like I said, fourth quarter, we did pretty good, right? Uh, we didn't have that 20-some percent loss. Mm-hmm. Like agents were talking about the market's 20-some percent down. Right? Yeah. We didn't have that. Uh, so I think we're in a good position moving forward. Uh, but with that being said, there's also that thinning. Like we just had our meeting this morning. It's like you look around at other companies that's either done, they, they shut down or they've lost some people or whatever. Uh, that spring market hits. We're going to be in a good position to capture more business. Yeah. There's so many pieces there to kind of unpackage, right? When you talk about uh, COVID what's something that COVID did bring, mm-hmm. a positive thing, right? Silver lining. That's right. Um, we learned how to do so much more with less yeah. during this time, right? So now mortgage companies and, and the real estate market in general has learned how to kind of adapt. Um, they don't need as much brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. They don't need as many personnel. We've all f- learned how to operate at such a high capacity that now when volume is down, you don't need as many bodies. People right. have figured out efficiencies and right. adapted new systems and technology to do more with less. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a thinning there, but, and then you add in the increased market challenges of rates and inventory and things like that. You do have people exiting the industry. Yeah. Um, I, there's uh and it's not out for this year yet because loan officers have to do a renewal mm-hmm. once a year. Right. So we all just finished our renewals. So the renewal percentages of the number of people that have renewed for 2024 isn't posted yet. But if you compare 2019 to where we were at Q3 of 2023, we were almost exactly the same. Yeah. Right. Like we're actually returning to a norm. Um, But the height in there was almost double. Oh, wow. Like double the amount of (laughs) loan officers entered this field. Um, So what we're seeing is half of them have gotten out, whether they've retired, have left the industry altogether Mm -hmm. or things like that. Half of the loan officers that are out there are gone. So I I think it kind of makes sense when you say Q4, you didn't see a decline. It's because you're picking up the business that everyone else has left, right? So it it all kind of makes sense when you look at the numbers. It does. Um, And it's it's that whole those who stay, right? mm -hmm. And and if you go all in. uh, I was talking to an agent a couple weeks ago, and he was saying that uh, his team leader predicts, you know, a really high amount of agents to leave the industry this mm-hmm. this year. I said, but the problem is with real estate, <clears throat> I don't know if it's like this with you guys, but 
when it gets slow, you'll see a home inspector not quit, but now they're doing landscaping right. or handyman work mm-hmm. or crawl space work. And when when realtors get slow, they don't quit. They start be a teacher, or, you know, yeah. or go back to what they were doing. Uh, and then when the market picks back up, then they pivot back in. Mm-hmm. So they don't really go away. Yeah, Some the, will because they're like, no, this is this roller coaster is not for me, right? right. Uh, but they don't. But now because there's so many different things you can do mm-hmm. to to kill that time, yeah, uh, you see a lot of people just kind of step away, just to step back. Well, and the the barrier for doing the work or the requirements to maintain your license yeah. on the real estate side are a lot less. Yes, right. So they pay their fee, they hang their license somewhere. There's no cost for that company right. to have that realtor's license hanging, so they do it. It's a little bit different on the loan officer side, mm-hmm. um, which is probably why so many of us have already. Yeah. Us, not not me. <laughs> I'm still in it. So many loan officers have exited the industry. Not me. I'm in. Um, but it's probably because there's a cost for companies. Loan officers are mm-hmm. W-2 employees. Right. Right. So we're employees of a company. They have to pay benefits and things like yes. that. So companies don't let loan officers who aren't yes. producing hang on. Yeah. They say, here's Gotta the door. <laughs> like, go yeah, do a side it's hustle. Expensive. Yeah. When you're W-2, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, just, and that's, that was a learning curve for me was, what do you mean? I, I, I got to pay you more. What? Mm-hmm. So if I pay you a thousand dollars, I got to pay the government another $300. Well, mm-hmm. that's dumb. You yeah. know, just because I hired you, you yeah. know, um, you know, what if I fire you? How <laughs> about we do that? Then um, you're paying unemployment. I no. know, right? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it's definitely interesting in, in that aspect that there's just these parts of, of the industry that, like I said, they don't truly step away. Right. Um, they just take a break. So then you get back into that, oh, money's good again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you come floated back. But the, the benefit of, of not doing that is just stay in the course. And now you're building those relationships and and you're 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 there when they weren't. Yeah. So it's yeah, I can jump back in, but those people that were using you, they've moved on. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. I think yeah. the people that are still in it right now that have made it through this downturn, they're they're your true professionals, yeah. right? They're they're the ones who are with you day in, day out. And if there are uh if there is a return of people who've left the industry, mm-hmm. they're probably trying to capture like low hanging fruit or sure. things like that, just make a buck. But yeah. Um, and there certainly has been enough business to go around recently. <laughs> yes. It was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now yeah. everyone's like, okay, it's time for you to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, um, for us, we did a meeting a couple weeks, uh, back in October and, uh, the lady from the state from our board said that there was like a thousand and some change, like thousand fifty seven, thousand sixty, like licensed home inspectors in the state. Mm-hmm. Only half of them can do new construction because that's a whole other thing, uh, which is shocking because that's just money, right? Yeah, I mean, that's just, where so much of yeah, the business is happening. Yeah, you spend three hundred dollars, you get a little rider, and now you can do new construction. Uh, but don't give away your secrets, I know, right? <laughs> uh, piss builders off to no end. But anyways, <laughs> so <clears throat> the the interesting part about it is, you said like a lot of people have left, like retiring and. Mm-hmm. Home inspections in that funny place where there was a lot of people, like original, right? Because it's still a pretty young industry, right? Really? I would have thought home inspections were an older industry. So it came about way back in the day. Like you traced it back to like, I think like the 1920s, you know, some random guy, right? Mm -hmm. But it really started picking up, 
I want to say the 40s, 50s, 60s area where FHA loans and you needed to have an electrician to look at the electrical, a roofer to look at the roof, yeah. HVAC to look at the HVAC to satisfy FHA requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think somebody in Philadelphia was like, hey, how about I do all that for you? Right. You know, just one person. You don't have to call these people. And it just kind of started transforming from there. Um, the oldest association was like from the 70s, which okay. is ASHI. I think they started in the 70s. Interesting. Um, and then it just from there just grew, right? So um, so we're, we got, I think, Scooter Burgess for Burgess Inspections locally. He's been 30 years. Um, and there's a couple guys kind of in that same ballpark, 20 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, you know, a couple trickled in from here or there, but it was the guys that were like, you know, I think Scooter was an electrician. And it was like, hey, you know, let's, let's do this. You know, so you have guys that, you know, were builders, contractors, HVAC guys, and they just kind of transitioned into home inspection as they got older. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of had a gap, right? Um, and then it was all these new people. So, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't have a lot of companies like in that 10 to 20 year range. Okay. So what that does is there's some compression, but you have we have a whole lot of people that's in that 25, 30 year range mm-hmm. that's they're just tired. Right. So so and, <laughs> Amen. and a lot of them have decided to hang it up at this last go around because they're like, I'm done. Right. I've right. been doing this for 30 years. I've seen all I needed to see and I'm just done with the up and down. I'm ready to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just at that point. Uh, I was in a Zoom meeting for an association. I looked around, and there was quite a few guys all saying the same thing. In the next two years, they were done. And a couple of them saying, I'm done now because this is just, I'm tired of chasing it. You right. Know? Um, so there's a lot of, for home inspections, there's a lot of opportunity in the next couple of years if you just hang on. Right. Because of how many people are exiting because of retiring, and then those that are exiting because, again, just like loan officers doubled, you know, yeah. home inspectors shot up too, and then it got really hard, and then it's like, okay, well, now what? Right. You know, and you'll have those that'll, they just don't want to deal with that. Well, know, and uncertainty. I, th- I think what's a true testament to the people that are still here is learning to adapt, and, and not just adapt with the marketplace, but adapt with technology and things like that. I think what you do that is so cool is all your online social media things. I, I don't see other home inspectors promoting their business online and almost like going to the public. I, I understand your ideal audience is probably realtors because that's where the majority of the business comes from. Unfortunately, but gosh, said it with some, love, right? <laughs> but some of the stuff that you talk about online is so interesting to the yeah. consumer too. Yes. The things that you yeah. see when you go through houses. Yeah some of them scary that that's how houses are being built. Yeah, or and, and you know, it's funny um, because it's the mindset of when I, we do marketing classes and stuff like that, it's, it's telling people like, hey, if you're going to do social media, don't do what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. right? Because you look at what everybody else is doing and you look at their engagement, they don't have any engagement. You know, yeah. I mean, how many people posted, and this is the benefit of being friends with 3,000 realtors, is uh, was a date to rate, maybe uh, the house. Yes. How many times you see that, right? A million times. A million times. <laughs> it's um, good advice, though. <laughs> it is good advice, uh, but it just doesn't get the, the traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, you know, not saying it shouldn't be integrated, but, like, weekly market updates. That's cool, but if that's all you're doing, mm-hmm. 
it's Charlie Brown, right? Yeah. Uh, so you do you find stuff that engages people. Mm-hmm. And so ours is easy, all the train wrecks that we see. Uh, but it's funny because every now and then you'll get an agent, and uh, not many. And it's always the older agents that's been doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't like that you post that stuff. And I'm like, it's I didn't the- do it. Uh, but my rebuttal is is that we went through a two-year period where people were being encouraged to waive home inspections right this is me showing you why that's a bad idea yes there's a comedic turn that i put on it uh or spin that i put on it but it's to let you know like hey wave them if you want to this could be waiting for you right so this is this is me countering your advice not all good agents never advertised or advocated waving, but there were right. some. Um, but this is me going against the advice of you should wave your home, especially to get the house, because this is what's what's happening. Right. So, uh, so we can we can justify what we do, uh, yeah. even when people don't like it. But for the most part, I mean, um, you're not putting the address. No, or say. no. And sometimes <laughs> there'll, there'll be like weeks go by before I even post it of that house. You right. Know, it just depends. But um, sometimes I can't wait. <laughs> Like the world needs to see this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that it's that market presence and and even like we've gone through periods here where that's all we've done was just online marketing. And I'd see people and like, man, I see you everywhere. Like, really? Yeah, because like yeah. we haven't been in an office in like three months. You know, we haven't been out in public in like three months other right. than doing <laughs> inspections. But it's just that every time they, because this is most of our lives, you know, yeah. the phones and stuff is that every time they click on there, they see something. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. I yeah. think that's going to be like when you talk about predictions for this year and the turn and what we're going to expect, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be this, this change in how we interact with the consumers, whoever that may be. Right? Yeah. And and adapting technology more. I think that's going to be a huge thing that kind of comes to light this year is the people that who have made it through. Mm-hmm. I, I think there is like a burnout feeling that they've yeah. had or um, almost I don't want to say like a negativity because that sounds really bad. But I, I don't know another word. I, we're all feeling stressed that it's been low transactional yeah. transactionally. Um, so I think everyone right now, especially at the beginning of the year, is excited. Yeah. They're looking for new ways. They're energized. It's New Year's and resolutions and goal setting and mm-hmm. things like that. I think we're going to see some cool things come out from everyone. I mean, the number of people that are involved in a real estate transaction. Yeah. There's so many people. There is. There um, is. And I'm just excited for everyone. I think yeah. the people that have made it through, like they're your true professionals. They're the ones yeah. you want to work with. And yeah. They're going to come up with cool stuff. They are. And you see it all the time. There's a couple like different mastermind things going on, yeah. a couple different um, seminars popping up and, and a lot of, like you said, goal planning, business planning. Uh, Cause that's the one thing that I see a lot. And we talk a lot about on here cause we talk a lot about marketing and stuff is, is there's a lot of uh, especially agents and home inspectors um, that they're not very good at business. Mm-hmm. They don't, they haven't recognized that they're a business. Right. Uh, probably the better way of doing it. Um, it's just, you know, uh, so those people have really struggled, yeah. right? Uh, cause it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do now. Um, where'd all my money go? Right. Uh, <laughs> We're all asking that. <laughs> yes. Yes. But there's a, but yeah, there's just, they just don't, they're not aware that they're a business mm-hmm. and I see a lot more of a concerted effort now to bring a lot more, um, 
visibility to that problem mm -hmm. and by trying to help agents realize that, hey, you're a business. Yeah. You know, you kind of need to act like it. Yeah. Um, you, you can't just go out there and uh, get that commission check and she that gone. Do a little work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we got to, we got to figure out where all your money's going. You know, you got to have a budget, you got to have a marketing strategy, you got to have a business plan. You got to, yeah. you know, what's going to happen when it gets slow. Cause I, I talked to one agent and uh, he was buying his second house, uh, VA loan. Um, you know, that whole series of how mm -hmm. you can do that. And uh, just a couple weeks ago, and he says, I said, I've increased 25% this year or doubled one of the That's other. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and, and it's because you do it the right way. Yeah. You know, you, you're just out there just doing doing you. Um, you know, so there's, because he, he gets it. It's a business. And, and that's how he approaches it. I know. think it's really cool about Richmond. Um, everyone is super collaborative. Mm -hmm. There is very much this mastermind hive mentality. And the people that are still doing this, or there are so many like top producers that pour into yeah. the communities online. There are so many Facebook pages yeah. where people are just sharing ideas yeah. or like don't do's and things like yeah. that. Um, that I, I think that really kind of sets us apart. I, I'm originally from California and there wasn't anything things. like that there. Yeah. At least not that I was a part of. Yeah, yeah. That, that um, plays. Answer some questions there. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we can we can put that on the poll, Courtney. How many people believe that I'm actually from California? No. <laughs> or does would have being, guessed. Does being from California answer some questions? Not really. Oh, maybe like the hipness. The hipness. I'm hip. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I'm so excited right now. Next poll question is Ramey hip. <laughs> We're going to put that on the poll as well. Right. I'll put those together. All right. Okay. That'd be good. That'd be I good. don't want to see the results California if it's bad. No, no. <laughs> you can reach out to me and say, Ramey, you're so hip. That's Here's right. the poll. Like, but otherwise, I'll just forget we had this conversation <laughs> don't let it go to my head yeah yeah how long were you in california uh i was actually born in wisconsin but moved to california uh, i was less than one so okay. i say i'm from california yeah. um and i moved out here seven years ago okay so yeah lived yeah my entire life there for the most part yeah um but yeah been here seven years came here uh i was relocated from the company i was working with we, okay they moved me out here and my husband is also in mortgage nice. so it was like a two-for-one package yep, for the company yep. they brought both of us which was yep. really great <laughs> um and I've, I've loved it i've been here i wasn't a long-term plan to stay mm. it was kind of like for a project and ended up really loving it and yeah had my kids here it's a great place to raise my family i love being part of this community um but there is very much i will say <laughs> <laughs> there is Richmond. I love, I love you, but there is very much like a, you're from Richmond or you're not yes, kind of a, is. there's yes, that there hard line, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so I try to fake it. <laughs> well, now the whole world knows. <laughs> I know. I just can't lie. You guys. <laughs> well, that's fun. California. We've yeah. been seeing a lot of people, especially during COVID from California and Northern Virginia. Everyone needs to leave California. Yeah. It's kind of like blown up. Yeah, and I did an inspection, and it was. It was one of the guys was from California. Somebody else from the family was from Northern Virginia. They moved, yeah. and I made a joke about how Northern Virginia is pretty much the East Coast of California. The California guy did not think it was funny. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'll leave that alone. Um, yeah, but uh, so what else What do else you think? What are we looking at as far as we're talking about – 
the Fed, if they make cuts, even if they don't make cuts, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's probably some, um, uh, I don't know, not turbulence. What's the other word for turbulence? The opposite of that. Uh, stability. Smooth. Wow. Oh. Big word. <laughs> stability. Uh, uh, I could not spell that word. No, you cannot. Um, uh, in, in the rates and all the things. So regardless of what they do, right? Yeah. But with that being said, what are we looking at in terms of um, those people that are setting on two and a half, three percent? I mean, they stay. Yeah. They stay right there. We're not going to see that two and a half again. We're not. That was such an artificial um, government influence yeah. uh, rate environment. So that's not coming back. Um, and those people, they have a really great opportunity to become yeah. to build a real estate portfolio. They do. Um, a lot of people bought houses just because that you know you could get the one, but it wasn't your dream house or, you know, it's been a couple of years now. Well, maybe that's where kids a lot of people up. who are setting at two and a half, three percent, they're just not happy with where they are. Yeah. So they're waiting for something, mm-hmm. right? Um, knowing it's never going to be th- two and a half, three percent again. Right. Uh, but what's what that magic number is? Gosh, if I, okay. If I truly am being very honest with myself, uh-huh. I think the majority of 2024 is going to be spent probably at about six and a quarter. Yeah. Like, I think that's where we're going to sit a lot of the time. I think, and I think it's just because the this Fed, this group, they move slow. They're very conservative in how their fiscal policies are. You know, they, they kept raising rates and raising rates and raising rates in hopes to combat inflation. The rest of the market or the, the consumer was already feeling yeah. the impacts of that long before the Fed acknowledged it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think this rate... Um, decreasing environment that we're all anticipating right now. I think it's going to be slower than we want it to be. I think so. Right. Yeah. So I think we're going to spend most of the year around six and a quarter. And I think if anything, we're probably going to land high fives in 2025. Mm-hmm. So I, it's so funny in, in all these like mastermind groups online, they're loan officer ones. The hashtag <laughs> that we're all seeing is uh survive to 25. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> if you just make it yeah. one more year, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I, anyone that's in it now, like you're going to. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be enough because there's still enough, you know, and there's all these different studies and whatnot and make, take that for what you will, because we're supposed to be a five and a half right now, according to some people, you know, yeah. so we see where that's at. Uh, but those people are wrong. <laughs> there's <they're laughs> facts. <laughs> uh, but you see a lot of people, all these different charts and graphs and that, you know, 52% of baby boomers are, you know, are going to buy a house this year. And I mean, who knows? Right. Right. Uh, but there's still that factor that, that they could, mm-hmm. right. There's still a lot of people out there. That's first time home buyers. They yeah. still need to buy a house. There's still, there's baby boomers. That's going to be downsizing, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, these 55 and over communities and things like that, they're going to be looking to go yeah. to, um, and whatnot. So I think there's still at the core, I said that there's still life for sure. Every market there's still life, no matter how, how bad it gets, people still have to move. They still have to relocate. Um, they still upsize, downsize, um, you know, start at home to, you know, again, two and a half, three percent, you know, especially if you got a really cool VA loan and you can, (laughs) you know, keep that 3% and now you go buy a next one. Um, you know, so you still keep it. You just rent it out. Yeah, I I think that's the key there is you have such a low interest rate for borrowing on that house. 
if you're able to cash flow, your cash flow is exponentially more than someone yeah. who has a house at four, five, six, and they're renting it out, yeah. right? So this is an income opportunity for those people. And because their next mortgage is going to be a little bit more, presumably it's most likely a move up buyer. Sure. Right. So you're probably taking on a bigger house, mm -hmm. bigger payment. So it's nice to have that extra passive income. Yeah. And for a lot of people, you know, they have aspirations of a real estate portfolio of some size. Mm -hmm. That's something I think that is kind of inherent in the American dream. Yeah. People want to own properties. Um, and some people it might just be one or two. Some people have dreams of having 20 properties, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, I do think they're not selling those houses, which is the problem. Yeah, because it doesn't help the inventory keeping problem. Them. Right. Yeah, because um, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't have a solution for the inventory problem. Nobody does. Uh, you know, unless <laughs> yeah. it's some very, very pain points, mm -hmm. and I just don't see that kind of pain coming. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I feel like everything the government does is – uh, well intended, I suppose. No, it's, in not. The, no, it's not. We could be honest here. No, okay. it's not. Well, I do think <laughs> it is well intended in trying to make home ownership more affordable. Mm -hmm. I think they put in, they have these ideas. They just don't understand the mechanics of it because that's not their job. So I think they want to make home ownership more affordable, but they're looking at it from the wrong side. They're trying to help buyers get in. What we need is to help the inventory yeah. side of it. I wish there were subsidies or incentives mm -hmm. or things for the builders to get more yeah. real estate built versus helping yeah. the buyers like let them pay five percent let them pay six percent we don't need more down payment assistance we need more properties um and that would solve yeah a lot of it we could put on a poll do you think the government has well intentions but i already know the results <sighs> are going to be on that one um okay <laughs> why are you making I so many polls just sit over there and Audience stay on your phone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will retract my statement that it was well yeah. intended, but I do think that some of the things they do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, there's no way I'm going to win this battle. No, um, no. There are entity, there are organizations like Virginia housing. Yes. Is a great organization yes. here that they put together fantastic products. To help buyers get into houses, yeah. and just go. for the record, it's not a red thing or a blue thing that they're that's the well they they all suck. So yeah, they're, they're, it's both I'm with sides. You there. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, good point in talking about what. What do you think the? If I can get this out, um, <laughs> so there's these issues, right? Inventory issues, mm -hmm. right? There's affordability issues. Mm -hmm. um, the solution could be because, again, we're not going to build houses fast enough. Right. Um, you have people that's going to be holding on to their houses for por portfolio purposes. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're not going to see a flood of inventory into the market. Uh, so then we've got to start getting creative with some of these, some of this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that means, you know, do the rules change for lending? Do the rules change? And not loosen up like 2008 problems, but, you know, we get 30-year mortgages. Do we see 40-year mortgages to lower the monthly payments? Um, you know, stuff like that that you yeah. can change because the industry and the markets change yeah. to the point where... I mean, 40-year mortgages are out there now. Yeah. Um, just not the way people think about it when they first sure. see the words 40-year mortgage, right? Like 40-year mortgages are being offered on the secondary market um, in terms of modification, 
Like if another thing COVID really taught us is how to help with forbearance. Mm. Like if people are struggling, what can we do to help them stay in the house? Um, and 40 year mortgages mm. is a solution there. Right. Right. So I, Courtney's getting mad at the train. I know. I, I don't know. To, do I keep talking through the train or do that's the train coming from the market? It's just symbolic. Oh, I'm, I'm getting so irritated. <laughs> I swear to God, one more honk and I'm going to go beat it up. Right? <laughs> you, you do that, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there are, I think there are some things that can happen on the lending mm-hmm. side, but also we've done a really good job with qualifying buyers for the most part. Right. Um, it, to your point, it's not like 2008. Right. Uh, so the people that purchase these homes should be able to afford these homes uh, allowing for certain extenuating circumstances or things that have happened in life, loss of job, loss of spouse, things like that, um, or taking on too much debt. I think that is probably the biggest thing that will cause some people to sell their house. Right. Um, I think Americans are really good at using their revolving debt and putting money on their credit cards. And I think through these last couple of years when things were so cheap, mm-hmm. um, everyone was racking up debt. Yeah, they were. And the the solution there is either refinance with your house for a lot of mm-hmm. them to pay that off, which brings them into a higher interest rate yep. now or back to current market. So, or sell the house. Right. Like those are kind of your right. options. I think that's one of the only other ways that we're going to see some other inventory from the existing right. homeowners. Right. Because um, otherwise they're not encouraged to to sell no no they're not they're not so it's like when all these lawsuits right Mm -hmm. and they had a conversation of what does that look like if anything right and you know well to a point does does it change how the buyer's agent gets paid you know Uh, because at the end of the day it's kind of semantics right the buyer's paying on the loan for the commission Right, because it's coming out what the buyer's borrowing. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, it's coming out of the seller's equity. Seller's equity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the buyer's paying that. Because the buyer's for the house. right. Right. Yeah. So you know, do we get to the point where the 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 loan breaks off and goes straight to the buyer's agent, you know, or whatnot? Um, so it's just, what does that look like? I sure in the hope future? not, because right. we already have the biggest hurdle right now is affordability. If we add in the next biggest hurdle yeah. there being a cash yeah. problem too. Yeah. That's really going to slow is. the market. It Buyers is. don't have the funds, not they the don't. average first time home buyer. No. Well, yeah. I'm talking about, it's still wrapped up in the loan. You know, it's just how does it get divvied out? Right. Um, I think, I don't think lenders are going to let you finance that. Right. Right. So, but yeah, so it just comes down to the market and the industry is changing, yeah. you know, and just like anything else changes and how we do things mm-hmm. are going to take. Yeah, I think this five, one, 10, 15 this years. topic is really interesting just because there's such a mass population of realtors mm-hmm. and there's such an uprising right now about all these lawsuits. Um, and we're talking about implementing how people get paid at the the government level. Right. Right. Like there are very few industries where the government says, this is how you can get paid. <laughs> yes. Mine being one of yes. them. Yes. Um, So having them step in and say like, hey, you can't get paid like this anymore without understanding the consequences of any of it or the implications. Um, This is going to take a long time to kind of shuffle shuffle through all the mayhem. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's what I say. I mean, it's does does rules change? And again, not to loosen them up to create a time bomb, but Mm -hmm. you know, just the the industry's changing. I just don't think it's the lender's problem to solve. It's not. It's not. (laughs) I don't think it's not the lender's problem. I don't think lending is gonna. We're gonna say like. You guys have fun sorting that one out. Yes. You know, we're going to be money. over here doing the loan. You do what you want to do with it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it goes, you guys let yeah. us know what you figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's just, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting times on on all of this. Yeah. Um, and like I said, they make decisions. Oh, there's fallout. Mm-hmm. Now we got to figure out how to fix that. Right. Um, and, and I'm not saying, I mean, realtors have a a huge potential to make income on yes. transactions, right? And I, I can understand the, I can rationalize the logic of these lawsuits where um, the realtor shouldn't get paid the way they are getting paid. And that the, I can, I can, I've read it all. I sure. understand it. But I'm like, why? Why do, why do you guys care? <laughs> yes, yes. Just leave <laughs> us alone. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a sense that nothing's really going to change with that um, yeah. other than the occasional buyer or seller pushing back. Mm-hmm. Um, now the buyer's got to figure out how the, they're going to do the commission or if they're just going to do it for free. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. But I don't think much is going to change. But we've also, I've also had this conversation with people like, hey, what if it does? Right. You know, um, and... I use our model, for example, like I put a lot of emphasis and effort into online because what if buyer's agents go to an a la carte kind of service mm-hmm. or yeah. go away? Do I think they will? No. Um, but where does our business come from? So that comes through being the third most reviewed company in the area and having SEO that's ranking towards the top of Google in all mm-hmm. the markets uh, because that's plan B, you know. Yeah. Just in case. I think and that's the, the way everyone, do, that's the entrepreneurial mindset yes, in you, you but know? Yes, there's so many people out there like, oh, ain't nothing going to change. <sighs> hope so. Right. Like, like, like we hope so. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife's an agent. Uh, a good agent is worth what they get paid. Yeah. You know, uh, and and I'll, I'll, I'm happy to argue that point. Um, the bad agents, of course, while They're not we're in this situation, right? Paid it equally. Yeah, yeah, but a good agent is worth what they get paid, and I think they should get paid what they feel like they're worth. Yeah. Right. And if it's you know three percent, four percent, six percent, whatever, you know, I don't care. You know. Uh, but at the end of the day, <coughs> what if? And there's so many that's just like, hey, we're good. Yeah, <sighs> it's nothing. Like uh, okay. Complacency you know? is like. Yeah. <sighs> uh, you know, in in you know so many different jobs, it's once you get Plan A, what's Plan B? Right. And once you get plan B, what's plan C? Because what if? Yeah. <laughs> you don't ever um, want to use it, but what if? So. Um, well, and I think there's nothing wrong with diversifying how your business comes to yeah. you and being prepared. And um, I think anyone would tell you, you don't want all business coming from one channel. Yeah. Right. And yeah, uh, 100%. Just one agent or one loan offset, you know, it yeah. needs to, you need to have multiple referral yeah. sources. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. so how many houses do you think will be sold this year? Exact numbers written in the stone. What? This like is it. In Richmond? Yeah. Or yeah. Two. Two. <laughs> you better hope not. <laughs> More. More over under. Gosh, that's a really great question. I don't actually know Richmond's numbers on the number of houses that are sold. Um, I'm licensed in, I don't know, some like 10 or 12 states. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily pay attention to yeah. just Richmond. Do you know how many houses were sold in Richmond last year? Yeah. Oh, I okay. Yeah, but I'm the host, so I don't need to know. <laughs> I ask the questions. 
didn't give me a heads up. <laughs> um, so depending on the stats that you look at, um, your stats may be different, but I've heard uh, the market was down year over year, anywhere from 20, I've heard 20, I've heard up to 28%. Yeah. So uh, where do you think we rank this year based off this 2024 based on 2023? Do you think it's a decline or do you think it's you think so it's if you're even, looking you at purchase up? business specifically or sure. for, right? So purchase business specifically, I think it increases this year. Um, and I think most lenders are going to feel an increase in capture because yeah. like we talked about, so many people have left. Um, so the, the people that are left are doing all that business. I think if you're, most lenders talk in volume numbers. We talk in units, units and volume. Um, I think for us, we're probably going to have a, a larger increase than, I don't know, let's call it uh, 150% of what we did last year. Yeah. And I think that's because we're going to be picking up some of that refi business. Yeah. People who bought at the high sevens, we're, they're already starting to kind of, sure reach out saying like, is there a refi opportunity for me here? <laughs> um, so I, I think lenders are going to pick up, yeah. which in turn makes uh, title and settlement companies, they're picking up and things like that. And again, we're all doing more with less. So I think it's not going to feel at all like we're busy. Okay. We, we've we stretched ourselves much yeah. thinner in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's just going to feel comfortable. Yeah. As opposed to this like scarcity mindset we've yeah. had a little bit recently, I think this year is the year of comfort. Nice, like the new norm. All right, we're going to revisit that. Oh gosh, I hope I'm right. Yeah. What do I get? Is there a prize? <laughs> <laughs> I like prizes. <laughs> I'll give you a high five. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I give you a dozen hot fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. I'll take that too. <laughs> Yo, wait! I'll take that. <laughs> what was your number? I didn't have a number. Shoot. She just says we're going to be comfortable. So if we're any point be... during the year I'm uncomfortable? No, that's not how this works. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But I was talking about lenders because oh. you don't get involved on the refinances. I do not. Right? Nobody cares so, how their house looks now. Right? <laughs> You're in it. I don't know. Yeah. We should find a way to like... Hey, you're refinancing now. Did you get a home inspection a year or two ago? You like should. you should get one now. Yes. Everyone's gonna be drowning. In business. I want donuts. Either way. <laughs> either, either way. way. Either They're way. just gonna that be drowning. Be a positive or a negative. Yeah. Right? Like I don't want to be drowning. Yeah. That would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Drowning in business sounds yeah. lovely. Drowning to stay in business or drowning because of no, too much of business? In business. Yeah. So either, either way, way, she's trying to win. Either way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way. I want donuts. All right. All right. She cost me a lot of money. I'm just going to have some donuts delivered for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love you forever. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> well, this was awesome. Good. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did. It was so exciting. Yeah. I told this you was cool. Fun. Yeah. So uh, any last words? If you need a loan, call me. <laughs> How they call you. <laughs> For real? Yeah. No, I don't want to put myself on. What? What? I get, okay. Um, if you need a loan. Are you one of those types of, uh, are you like a black market lender? No, I'm not a black market <laughs> lender. Just asking. I just, I don't know. I, you don't have an office phone? No, I have my cell phone. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay, well, give it's out fine. Courtney's phone. I don't know Courtney's phone number. Uh, I'll give it to you. you want to shout no, out it's great. World. It's fine. You guys can all have my phone number. It's fine. Any lending right, questions. Look, look, between you and me, nobody else. Okay. All right. Nobody else uh -huh. has to know about this. All right. So what's your number? 
904. Anybody else? Okay. 804-904-9662. That's just between us. We won't tell anybody. Just between us. Yeah, we'll keep that. (laughs) Well, this was fun. We'll do it again. I love it. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Awesome. We'll see uh, what 2024 holds and if uh, the predictions hold true. All right. Thanks.